psalm this morning is Psalm 27 on page 327. Morning prayer starts on page 3. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 for the Venite on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 27 on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my, my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing I have desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head, above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over to the will of mine adversaries. 
for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the first book of Kings. And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. So it happened, when Jeroboam the son of Nebat heard it, he was still in Egypt, for he had fled from the presence of King Solomon and had been dwelling in Egypt, that they sat and called him. Then Jeroboam and the whole assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore, lighten the burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke which he put on us, and we will serve you. So he said to them, Depart for three days, and come back to me. And the people departed. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon while he still lived, and he said, How do you advise me to answer these people? And they spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to these people today, and serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, they will be your servants forever. But he rejected the advice which the elders had given him, and consulted the young man who had grown up with him, who stood before him. And he said to them, What advice do you give? How should we answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? Then the young man who had grown up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you should speak to this people who have spoken to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you made it lighter on us. Thus you shall say to them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's waist. And now, while my father put a heavy yoke on you, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king had directed, saying, Come back to me the third day. Then the king answered the people roughly, and rejected the advice which the elders had given him, and spoke to them according to the advice of the young man, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges. Though the king did not listen to the people, the turn of the events was from the Lord, that he might fulfill his word, which the Lord had spoken by Ahijah the Selenite to Jeroboam the son of Nabat. Now when all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What share have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel, now see to your own house, O David. So Israel departed to their tents. The Rehoboam reigned over the children of Israel who dwelt in the cities of Judah. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was in charge of revenue, but all Israel stoned him with stones, and he died. Therefore King Rehoboam mounted his chariot in haste to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. Now it came to pass, when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had come back, they sent for him, and called him to the congregation, and made him king over all Israel. There was none who followed the house of David but the tribe of Judah only. And Rehoboam 
when Rehoboam came to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 chosen men who were warriors, to fight against the house of Israel, that he might restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, You shall not go up nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Let every man return to his house, for this thing is from me. Therefore they obeyed the word of the Lord, and turned back according to the word of the Lord. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the mountains of Ephraim, and dwelt there. Also he went out from there and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom may return to the house of David. These people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord of Jerusalem. Then the heart of these people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam king of Judah, and they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam king of Judah. Therefore the king asked advice, made two calves of gold, and said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. And he set up one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. Now this thing became a sin, for the people who went to worship before the one as far as Dan. He made shrines in the high places, and made priests from every class of people who were not the sons of Levi. Jeroboam ordained a feast on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, like the feast that was in Judah and offered sacrifices on the altar. So he did at Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. And at Bethel he installed the priests of the high places which he had made. So he made offerings on the altar which he had made at Bethel on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, in the month which he had devised of his own heart. And he ordained a feast for the children of Israel, and offered sacrifices on the altar, and burned incense. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the second chapter of Second Thessalonians. For we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren beloved of the Lord by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth, to which He called you by our gospel, for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, 
who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified, just as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, both that you do and will do the things we command you. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. <clears throat> And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we pray that thy grace may always prevent and follow us, and make us continually to be given to all good works, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, 
whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. In our Old Testament lesson, we see, just as quickly as it began, the United Kingdom of Israel fall apart. Uh, you know, there's only been two kings in the Davidic line. There's only been three kings of Israel, and now already we see it disintegrating. And we see here a the problems of human ideas of power as played out in Rehoboam, uh, Solomon's son. He has been given good advice by the elders who say, if you will serve the people, they will be your servants forever. And this is a difficult thing for any human to do is to, to understand that our value, our connection with God, our connections with other people is by giving of ourselves freely and needing nothing in return. And the irony is that when we give our, of ourselves freely, people will respond and give of themselves in return. And Rehoboam can't see that. He can only understand power. He saw that his father Solomon had this great power and was able to command people to do things. And this has become a burden to the people. And when they ask for the easing of their burden, he can't bring himself because to him this is a loss of power. It's a loss of prestige. It's He has equated his own value with his own power, and this is always a mistake. And as a result, he, he basically causes the kingdom to split between the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And so we see here that God's intention for his people will still be worked out despite these events. He is still sovereign. He is still in control and will bring good things about through these these uh, events. And then we have the Northern Kingdom of Jeroboam, who was a, uh, um, formerly a, a, a guy who helped build, uh, build up Israel with under uh, Solomon. And now he, is, he has taken over the 10 Northern tribes. And so you have the Northern Kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. But we also see here the seeds of its own demise. He has been granted this kingship by God himself. He it was announced through a prophet. And yet here he is what he the first thing he does is is worry about his own power and worry that people will still have to go to Jerusalem to offer their yearly or their sacrifices. They will still have to go to Jerusalem, because that is where God dwells on earth. And so he sets up 
in essence, what will become an alternate religion. What the, this will ultimately result in is the Samaritans of Jesus's time who worship God on high places. And here we see that he has set up idols that the people will worship. And so he has basically made up his own religion of the bits and pieces of Judaism that he likes, that works for him, and has gotten rid of the things that don't work for him. And so this is something that we should always keep in mind when we look at the scriptures, when we look at the gospel, when we think of God, are we ourselves doing the same thing in excising those parts that we don't like and only doing the things that come easy to us? And as a result, have we then started to worship a false idol? And so it's always something to reflect on. But if there's an overriding theme of all our lessons today and our, our psalm, it's remaining steadfast in God. It's re keeping our trust in him as a you know, in our psalm, it's all about trusting God, even in our adversity. Paul is talking to the people, saying that they have to remain steadfast in the faith. Faith. This is always something that we have to work on. It's easy to worship God when we first come to him, when we're baptized, when we're born again, and we're full of fervor and enthusiasm. But what happens when the slog of real life gets a hold of us. What happens when bad things happen to us? And not just one bad thing, but repeated bad things. And it's always in trusting in God and returning to him in our prayers. This is the most powerful thing that we have is to remain steadfast in our prayer, even when we don't feel like it, always to maintain that relationship with God. And we have an added benefit of being part of the body of Christ. He is in us and we are in him. And as a result, when our own trust in God falters, when our own, when we find it difficult to remain steadfast in faith in God, we can rely on Christ, whose own faith, whose own trust is something that we can take part in and participate in. And, and through the body of Christ, not just him only, but each other, all of our collective humanity is combined in the body of Christ. And when my own faith starts to falter, I can rely on everyone else's faith here. So just some thoughts about today's lesson. Continuing the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom our prayers are made at this time.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, uh, Joel. Thank you, Ed. Uh, Deacon John, excellent message. Thank you so very much. Uh, blessings to each of you this day. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. And, and thank you, Deacon John. That was fabulous. Thanks. Thank you.